Hello and welcome. Uh, the world is a hard, unforgiving, violent, tribal, nasty rock of shit, rotating around a sun that will ultimately put us out of our misery. But not here, because this is the Chairman's Lounge, where life is a big bowl of honey-covered nipples. And uh, you can just uh, run the entire world without stepping more than 10 feet away from an ice bucket. What a place. Hello, Chairman Daniel. Chairman Justin, it's uh, delightful to be here as per usual. And where are we? This uh, I like this one. This is this is flash. I can uh, hear water lapping. Uh, yeah, you can yeah. see um, you can see uh, very uh, extroverted wealth around us. Mm. Yeah. Uh, there are speedboats. Even are even Rolls above Royces. the standards, even yep. above the standards of the normal chairman. Absolutely, yeah, there's yeah. speedboats. There's uh, Rolls Royces. There's private submarines. <laughs> we are at the. Uh, Chairman's Lounge, Woolamaloo. Woolamaloo? Yes. Um, by the way, I don't know. I've, I've, what did you order? Did you order anything? I haven't ordered. Not yet. I'm just having a peruse now. Can you help me? Just, what have you? I'm just trying to remember what I ordered before, but I think I went for the um, the pickled thylacine, uh, which <laughs> has been flown in from Hobart. It's about one of only a handful of uh, baby thylacines left. Left, yeah, yeah. If you flambe that motherfucker, it's um, <laughs> very, very, very tasty. Tell me, uh, uh, Chair- Chairman Dan. Yes. Um, how are your Australian values? How are you on your solid. Australian? Solid. I mean, absolutely do you, solid. Do, do, do you've got plenty? Well, when I say solid, I say I don't have a clue what Australian values are, but I feel like mine are solid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's you know the the castle had it right. You know. It's so much about the vibe of the, the thing. The vibe of the thing. Could be, I think that's a good test. If you polled people, if you went out into the streets of Woolloomooloo right now and you said, name me an Australian value, and they could name one, yeah. chances are they don't have any Australian values. Exactly. Look, that, that's, how, that's how much it's... Yeah. I mean, if I was to put a price on Australian values, I would look at the Orca deal, you know, worth about $90 billion. That's an Australian value. We are a client state to the United States. Mm, mm. Um, that's an Australian value there. I guess people would say things like uh, mateship, uh, coming yep, together yep. in times of uh, trouble, drought, strife, fire yeah, and flood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Sunburned country, yeah. sweeping plains. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not too hot on the, uh, on the old history of Australia, though. Keep that a little bit hush. Yes, if you yeah. So if you've got good Australian values, you had a full understanding of Australian history. Yeah, with all with all the bumps and crevices and and dimples, then you don't have Australian values. <laughs> are we are we getting it right here? I think, I think, I think we're getting that's it right. right. I think that's right. And things like um, you know the the theft of intergenerational wealth over time, the fact that there is a generation of kids in the world that will probably never really own anything because. Uh, House prices are what they are, cost of living is what it is, and uh, the, f- the impacts of climate change will probably, well, impact them both socially, financially, um, more broadly, economically. Um, so within all that, where do you find an Australian value? It's hard to say. Black Friday. I woke up this morning to 735 emails from various companies around yeah. the world and around Australia, spruiking the Black Friday sales. Now, that is a that is a new thing, but it's something that Australians hold very dear. Uh, uh, Halloween, we it now feels like it's gone back uh, 300 years for Australians. Uh, that's an Australian now, value. Halloween, Halloween is now bigger than Christmas here. 
dressing up like a dickhead and uh, and calling lollies candy uh, is now an Australian uh, an Australian value. Walking walking into a store and not a shop. <laughs> yeah. Seeing what's under the hood instead of seeing what's under the bonnet. Yeah, walking on the sidewalk. Sidewalk. You're going on the, f- the sidewalk. That's an Australian value. Yeah. Uh, now it's just is this another Australian value? Saying uh, finishing this sentence is an Australian value. I'm not a racist, but oh, that is one is of the all-time classics. Is that an Australian yeah. value? It is. It is. I remember Keating when he was trying to explain the the Marbo decision and the the um, decision, the Marbo High Court decision, and the government's response to that. Um, said famously on um, a, a Willamaloo Locals he, uh, radio he, program, he John Laws. He did. Uh, look, um, you know it's a racist when they always say I'm not a racist, yes, but, but you yeah. know how he, he, spe- yeah. he speaks yeah. kind of softly and quietly. And he, he went on to say, you expect me to sit here and soak up your prejudices. Well, that's an Australian thing. That's an Australian value do, um, as well. You're supposed to sit there and soak up other people's prejudices. Yeah, yeah. So is an Australian value, because I think we're getting, getting somewhere on this, is an Australian value saying, uh, I don't mind poofters, just leave me out of it. Is that an Australian value? Yeah, that's an Australian value. Um, what else what, along those lines? You know what? That, that I, could, I could riff on that, but no, I'm no, not going to. That, that could be all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we may have actually solved it. Yeah, well, you know, one of the things, one of the great Australian values is, oh, well, that was all in the past. Get over it now. Oh, yeah, get yeah. over it. No, that's yeah. a great... Get, why don't you just get over it? That is a cracking Australian value. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And let's not forget Captain Cook discovered Australia. He that's discovered an Australian Australia, value. Yeah. It's an Australian value. Yeah, absolutely. I'll tell you one thing that has become uh, an Australian value. Protesting. Protesting, yeah, yeah. Here in the People's Republic, oh, down in the People's Republic of Melbourne, <laughs> um, uh, last year the Chief Commissioner uh, said on uh, uh, Neil Mitchell's program, actually, that last year in Melbourne there were 450 <laughs> protests ranging from all sorts of things, things that are you know, obviously very important uh, and... Uh, dear to people's hearts, issues that we hope to affect and impact um, not only here but across the globe, but also um, a lot of cookers protesting yeah, a lot of cookers, for freedom yeah. and against yeah. 5G ca- um, towers. It would be, uh, Melbourne has become, the People's Republic of Melbourne has become ruddy good at it, and I tell you where they're not particularly good at it at the moment is in the UK where they have just locked up two protesters, one for three years, one for two years, for public nuisance just for protesting about oil. Locked them up. Yeah, see... Put them in jail. That's a problem. You know why that's a problem? It's a problem because you know that conservative elements in Australia will pick up on that and use those laws or try and introduce try, those yeah, yeah. laws here eventually. I know they're very strong on them. Protesting to me is one of those things where it's it's an old-fashioned approach. If you agree with what they're saying, then it's a then it's a people's right to speak yeah. and it's power to the people. If you don't, they're just a bunch of unwashed, troublemaking hippies. That's the Australian way. Is, that's one of the Australian values. I mean, if I'm getting on the 96 tram and that 96 tram is delayed because you've got these kids worried about climate change or whatever you want yeah, to call death. it. death. Imminent death. That's yeah. a real pain in the ass yeah. for me. <laughs> you know? You're damn right, you've got stuff to do. Yeah. I tell you who's nailing Australian values at the moment is Peter Dutton. Yes, Would you agree is. with that? Uh, uh, the, the patron saint of Australian values, I would suggest. Well, I, w- I would imagine that his ears would be ringing at the moment because he was seen in the Pilbara, I think it was earlier this week, at a bush doof party with... That fucking crazy party animal, Gina Reinhardt. 
It, it, it's 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 one of those things where um, it's a long and it's Australian. It's just, it's an Australian value. One of those things where prospective prime ministers wanting to become prime minister have to go and seek the permission to become yeah, prime minister wow. from a series of billionaires. It used to be, well, you'd only need to go to Kerry or to Rupert back in the day. But now we know that uh, the mining oligarchs within this country are the ones that really pull the strings, have the purse strings in terms of political donations to uh, political parties. The referendum itself has emboldened the likes of Gina Reinhardt. They now think that that's validation for their worldview. That's something that Peter Dutton would happily slip into, and they're emboldened. So they are going full tilt on introducing, or making Australia in their own image. So if you're worried about what Australian values are and you're trying to sort it out, don't worry about it because it's being sorted out by Peter Dutton. Gina, 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 Twiggy, they will tell you what your Australian value yeah. is and the value of it. And it's being sorted out right here in Woolloomooloo. Let's take a break. Oh, shit, that's right, we don't have any sponsors. <laughs> so speaking of, uh, of taking breaks... Uh, and uh, sitting behind microphones, uh, Kyle and Jackie O have received more press than the Kennedy assassination uh, in 1963. Yeah. I'd suggest uh, for the fact that they're going to be transporting their show, well, not transporting, piping in their show from Sydney to Melbourne. What are your thoughts? You're a radio well, like, professional. What are your thoughts on this? Well, like the Kennedy assassination, all of us will remember where we were when we heard that they were pay, being paid $200 million <laughs> in a 10-year deal and then broadcasting into Melbourne into as a result oh. through KISS FM. Yeah, yeah. I remember where I was. We are. Yeah. Something that I'll never be able to wipe from my memory. <laughs> okay, I, and this is the big one. For anyone who has an understanding of Melbourne radio, they're asking this question. Is there a chance that a Sydney show piped in down mm. through the, the optical fibre uh, miraculous satellite devices. Uh, will that work in Melbourne? Been tried before. Limited well, success for some. Great success for others. It's been and a it's boring failure for others. We've had we've had failures like uh, the late Stan Zamanik, who uh, came down here and tried to take after uh, an afternoon shift. I think it was on Three AW there for a while. Uh, there's been attempts to broadcast uh, uh, Willamaloo local John Laws in, into Melbourne. I think there was even attempts to do it with uh, Alan Jones. The experiment, and history tells us that uh, uh, Sydney stuff in Melbourne does not work, but there is one person sitting not too far from me that thinks that this might actually be a winner. Mm. What's say, you're the person not too far from me. Oh, me. It's yeah. me. I, I agree with you. I actually think it's going to win. I, I would, uh, I'm going to we'll go on the record here at the Bullamaloo Chairman's Lounge, and I'll tell you, I'll put $20 on the fact that there'll be number one FM breakfast in Melbourne by the end of the year. Yeah, I it, noticed you prefaced that by saying FM breakfast because the uh, yeah, 3AW like, with Ross Stevenson and that other guy, um, the, the, <laughs> it's um, yeah. uh, unbeatable in this town. Well, I, I, it has been for, for decades. I don't reckon anyone's unbeatable. I don't, I don't think anybody's unbeatable. But that would certainly win well, the Well, I guess you're right, because that's what we would have said about the Indian cricket team leading up to the World Cup they're final. Damn right, they? and we, we certainly showed them, and they'll flog them. We showed them some Australian No, I'll tell you what, they're, they're damn right, and they'll think twice. Think twice before they come back and try that crap again. Uh, so, I, yeah, I'm going to put the $20 on the, the fact that they're... I'll, I'll tell you why, because there's... And I'm ashamed to say it. There's an audience for it. 
There's an audience for, for, for Carl and Jack. Have a look at what they've done in Sydney. They've made a fortune. They've got a, a pile of listeners. They have power beyond belief. They have Rolls-Royce. They're sitting over there in the corner, live here at the Chairman's Lounge in Woolloomooloo. They've Mug got it all, baby. Face. They've got it all. Um, yeah, look, without, you know, I'm not referring to uh, Kyle and Jackie O here, but I'll just make this keep, blanket. Keep your voice down. I will make this blanket statement. Yeah. There is a market for fucking assholes in this world. And the Sydney radio market shows that. Melbourne radio market shows it to a lesser extent. I'll tell you why. Because uh, this podcast has dozens of listeners. Mm. And I equate that with us being nice guys. Mm. So maybe if we want to get to like the you know, $200 million mark um, in terms of our salaries around this, maybe we need to start becoming fucking assholes ourselves. Let's take a break. So that's it. Uh, I guess uh, uh, the reason why we've done so well is we, we've been able to sort out Australian values and push Australian values and understand Australian values. And you'll never go wrong if you can understand the soul, the psyche and the motivations of the Australian people. At the heart of Australia, once you peel back all the layers, there's a mining magnate. Oh, there's your lunch. Oh, fantastic. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, yeah, thank oh, you. Oh, but we, you won't be able to eat it because we've got to go. Right. This is a final call for Mr Justin Smith and Mr Daniel James to depart the Chairman's Lounge and head to your gate. Your flight is about to depart. What? Can, I get a, can I get a put in the doggy bag? <laughs> With a real doggy. <laughs> so we say goodbye from the Chairman's Lounge uh, at, uh, at Woolloomooloo. God, it's been terrific. We've been produced by the Content Engine, the podcast and video content specialists and life members of every Chairman's Lounge in the galaxy. Please reach out and touch us live from the Chairman's Lounge at gmail.com. Uru Australia.